Okay. Mm, usually I do an intro, but I'll just add it later. Okay. Alright, so I'm here with Seth today, and I'm just going to have you introduce yourself a little bit, your career title and place of employment. Alright, uh, this is Seth Barnett. You said my career title? And place yeah. Of employment? Uh, I am the owner and founder of Legendary Athletics, and uh, that is currently where I hold my position now. Cool. And uh, where, did, where did you go to college? I went, uh, so I played uh, baseball two years at a junior college, and then I transferred to LSU and finished my education there. Okay. And just tell me a little bit about your uh, experience over at LSU as far as, like, majoring in kinesiology and also playing a sport. Well, for me, uh, I really enjoy kinesiology. Uh, It's funny because, like, all your gen ed classes – you know, normally you see things get a lot harder as you go into your uh, into your concentration. For me, I had a lot of fun because, like, one of my classes was working out. <laughs> you know, yeah. I literally got to work out during one of my classes and get a grade for it. Uh, yeah, for me, it was just really interesting because the things I love, I, I could just sit there and listen and talk about all day and just soak up a bunch of information. Uh, I really enjoyed it. You know, uh, LSU is considered to be a flagship school for kinesiology, so it's got a really high, high reputable program there, so... I really enjoyed it. That's pretty cool. Okay, and what are uh, some certifications and credentials that you have? Uh, I have my USAW, USA Weightlifting Sports Performance uh, certification. I have my ISSA PT certification. I have my USA track and field certification, and I have my uh, NSCA CSCS, so it's a certified strength conditioning coach. Okay, awesome. And then, do you have any previous work in this field? Like, what did you do before this? Yeah, so before this, uh, so before this, as far as the athletic world, I worked at uh, Fisher Institute. It's down in South Phoenix. We uh, mainly just trained professional athletes. Uh, there wasn't really a large youth clientele. Uh, before that, I was at a facility on the west side of the valley training uh, enduro cross athletes and then before then I was at a facility called Elite Athletics back in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana where we trained similar to what we do here 11 year olds all the way to 18. Nice and then um, what's some of your future goals? Uh, As far as this Mm -hmm. uh, probably build a, a curriculum for our own certification uh, in terms of the speed development side of things, uh, obviously expand to a larger facility, maybe even get to where we can get uh, some funding to actually have an institution out here. So not only we're providing sports performance stuff, but actually have a school. Uh, so something like that. Nice. And then what's your advice for someone pursuing a career in the field? <clears throat> get as much experience as possible. Uh, I've had interns with you know they're getting their master's or PhD and they have no idea how to how to manage the variables of what we do like you have a group of 12 athletes come in and next thing you know two of them are banged up Uh, how do you manage that you know how do you manage if an athlete's late Uh, how do you manage if something's bothering them and you have to you know audible and exercise all the way down to you know how are you how do you run the room organically so you know, or design it even all the way down to facility design uh, to where things don't get too congested and people don't run into where they're having to wait for things. Uh, 
all of those things they can't teach you in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, how do you manage a large group of athletes, you know, and not have to all look at them at once, you know, little things like if you have 100 athletes, you go 10, 10 groups, 10 deep, you know, and you wait till, you tell them, wait till I call you out, next group go, next group go. That way you can manage, you know, almost even when you have larger groups, you can manage them as far as they still get that semi-private experience. Uh, all of those things that they don't teach you in the classroom, you can only get by being out there mm-hmm. and just being thrown in the fire. And when would you recommend to like start like <coughs> trying to get experience? Uh, so you can. So I want to say you have to be 18 to get some certifications. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, certifications are just. In today's industry, the certification is just kind of say, "Hey, I spent money to get educated." Uh, you know, uh, it used to be a lot more difficult. Uh, to me personally, uh, the lower inch, the lower barrier of entry is too low uh, here in this industry. I think there should be more requirements to be able to do what we do. Uh, but unfortunately, that's not the case. Uh, I guess probably start it right at 18. It really depends too, because like if you have an opportunity, like let's say you're a college athlete, right, and you have an opportunity to intern at the facility that you're at. Uh, you know, uh, to me, that's how I started initially. Uh, and that was a big deal because I learned all of those variable things, you know, all the how to run the room and, you know, kind of turn it into a big circle and, you know, all of those small things. And then I learned the education side of it afterwards. And for me, it was an easier transition into a bigger room. Yeah. Uh, just because I learned all those. Because, I mean, you can, have, you can be the smartest person in the room, but if you have no idea what's going on, yeah. uh, you know, it can, it can get pretty messy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would also be very selective on uh, where you go and who you learn under. Uh, you know, always look at science and research and what that says, you know. Uh, we can all have our opinions, but, you know, science and research is there to help provide a tool. So... Because we didn't have it back then, and you know, science and research, and all of this, all of this data that we're able to collect in today's in, in today's world, as far as strength and conditioning, it gives us the ability to screw up the athlete a lot less. You know, the lower the lower chance, the percentage is a lot lower for us to screw up. You know. Awesome. And which part of the career so far have you enjoyed the most? But I enjoyed the most. This isn't even a job for me. I mean, I get to wear, you know, Nike shoes and mm-hmm. sweatshirts or cutoff sleeves or really whatever I want. Uh, uh, honestly, the most, what I find the most enjoyable is, you know, a guy who's been training or, or a girl who's been training with us for two, three years and they get a college scholarship or they, yeah. they sign a pro deal. That's what it's all about, you know, reinvesting. Investing the money to get reinvested in the back end, you know, I always say, you know, what's what the what's a monthly fee worth? You know, is it worth a half a million dollar scholarship? Is it worth a you know two million dollar pro contract? To me, it, it it goes far beyond athletics. I mean, all the way down to you know being knowing you have to be somewhere on time every day, uh, regulating your schedule from a time management perspective because you know you have to train, you know you have to do this, you know you have to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just self-accountability, you know, there's a lot of lazy people out here in today's world. You know, a lot of people just have trouble getting out of bed. Uh, but knowing you have to be somewhere and, you know, knowing you have to, knowing you have to do every rep of every set and, you know, be held, be held, be held accountable not only to yourself but to others as well. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you're not only a representation of you, you're a representation of your family. You're a, if you train here at Legendary, you're a representation of our company. Uh, and that needs to be held to a high standard. Um, 
What about what's the hardest part of your career path so far? The hardest part? Yeah. The hardest part is probably uh, educating people because uh, it's like social media was originally designed to you know get information out there and kind of bring everyone together, and it has, but it's there's so much information. I mean, every single day, you know, there's some new video of some different way to do something or all this stuff. This just, it's just so much stuff that it, athletes or parents have trouble filtering out, well, what's, what's real? You know, what's, what's really going to get me and help my kid or, you know, help yeah. me out as an athlete? Uh, that's probably the most difficult part is educating uh, the, the kids and the parents to say, you know, this is how we do things here, you know, or this is how, you know, this is what science and research says, uh, or, you know, case studies and all these other kind of things and, you know, uh, addressing, you know, physiology and, you know, just, just trying to educate them and teach them to where not only can they operate, you know, from a confidence standpoint to know that they're being treated the right way and being taken care of, but they're not being BS at the same time, you know. Yeah. And what's something that most people don't know about this career? <coughs> It's hard. You gotta. You have to genuinely care because if you know, and I'm extremely money motivated as far as you know, growing a business and you know, saving money and you know, being financially secure, probably more so than the others. Uh, but don't be afraid to ask what you what you think you're worth. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, a common misconception is you think you know you're paying for my time today. You know, you're paying for all of that work that I did to provide the service that we have today. You know, the, the two o'clock in the mornings, the, you know, staying up all night or waking up super early. I mean, I remember at LSU waking up at 5 a.m. and not getting home till 9, 8, 9 p.m. You know, that, what's, what's that worth to, you know, just similar to a doctor, similar to a teacher and any, any, you know, lawyer, profession, all those, you know, all those professions, uh, you're paying for all of that education. You know, you're paying for that service. Then that took all of that time. Uh, Awesome. And then one more question. When did you like decide to to start start up your own like gym and just get things going here? Uh, when I first moved out here in 2014, that was the goal. Uh, it took a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, I say a long time. It really hasn't taken that long. Uh, I started Legendary October 2017 is when I filed for the LLC and I got okay. approved. Uh, partner with my business partner Mike uh, in 2019 and then things just started to take off from there uh, and here we are a year and a half later with the facility and it's you know I'm, I'm excited because it's fun it's stressful but it's you know I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for anything yeah uh, it's just it's one of those where you know you have to really 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 care about the clientele because uh, if you don't this this industry will run you to the ground hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you for talking with me today. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me.